listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Steve Hall is with us today. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. The brilliant Steve Hall, as he was described on the intro to yeah. this show by... That was I've lovely, made, wasn't it? made it into the trails. Yeah. Alan's yeah. going to be furious. I don't think we've got to mention it. No, <laughs> we didn't. He said something Hall. about something, something, Skinner and the Emily Bird... I don't think he said that. That's what they say. Get in the sack. It's Absolute Radio, home of the home of the bird. I think he he mentioned my name. It was like the way you'd sort of big up a fat kid at a sports day. Brilliant, Steve Orr. It's good. It's it's nice to see him trying. Sorry, I thought you were talking about me for a second, (laughs) Frank. Steve is not um, a beast, can I say? Not that that would make him a bad person. Oh, <laughs> See what he looks like. He looks like um, oh, somebody stop him. If you know um, the Despicable Me movies, he looks like Vector from Despicable Me. <laughs> if he'd lived, what? I think he did live, but he went on the moon. But if he'd li- if he carried on living on Earth, and got a bit older. <laughs> you remember Vector, Steve? Oh, yeah. Steve. So I'm starting to addressing the uh, listeners individually. Mm. I think that's the way I get people's attention this time. And confusingly morning. calling them Steve. <laughs> Most of them are called Steve. Are they? In, in my uh, the ones what do I you meet. Think that's our, do you think that's our average reader name, Steve? Well, I'm told that um, our average um, reader is 38 years old with a, a black tour t-shirt and white Dunlop <laughs> green flash trainers with a hangover. Really. Um, <laughs> Now, if you don't fit that, don't switch off. I'm just, this is just a mean, you know, yeah. it's just a, an average. That's making, someone's there who that precisely matches it and it's really confusing his hangover. Yeah, going, Steve. Oh, God, that'll, be, that'll be Steve. <laughs> oh, Steve. Um, are this week's texting, by the way, why are Formula One drivers always a bit weird? <laughs> see him interviewed, you think, what's the matter, what's the matter with him? <laughs> People I wouldn't let babysit for me. Number 11, Formula One drivers. <laughs> what is it? What's the matter with them? Just uh, a bit yeah. off, you know what I mean? A bit off kilter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. They're uh, the sort of people that, yeah, they turn up at a dinner party and you think... No, they don't turn up oh at a dinner no, party. Oh, no, Gerhard's here. I oh think no. they'd sit, sit on the car park, um, <laughs> just looking at the steering wheel. Or they do... Was it Nicholas Anelka who, when he was unhappy at Arsenal, used to drive around? No, it was someone else. No, that was Carney. Carney, we discussed him, sorry, on the show. I do apologise. Sorry, Carney. Um, Not, strictly speaking, a Formula One driver, though. No, but they were Arsenal strikers, I'm sorry. I brought them into it. Um, Frank, we've heard from the outside world, Tom Lawrence says, does Frank realise it's illegal to carry salt in your pocket if you intend to throw it at people? I don't know what you're talking about. Next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what about... But I eat a lot of hard-boiled eggs. So I think, yeah. I think I could make that stand up in court. Yeah. Mm. Could you just say you really, you're worried about slugs? Yeah. Yeah? Although it's, I've <laughs> never... I think that's really horrible. Oh, it's a horrible, horrible... As, as a method of killing <laughs> slugs. I mean, they're, they're very squashable. Oh, I've yeah. done the salt method. Is that, it's cruel, oh, isn't it? Oh, I think they writhe in pain. You can see the horn. You know the horn, the horn eyes? Are they eyes? Those, there's two things on the front of a slug <laughs> and snail. Are they eyes or are they antennae? Oh, I thought they were antennae. 
Why do you need antennae if you've got a, a shell on your back? Does the slug have the antennae? Or oh, they're sort of squashed in one? No, they, they have the antennae. They come out when you drop the salt on them. Oh, do they? In a sort of... Oh! Maybe they were trying to read your uh, licence plate. That's why their eyes come up. <laughs> so that it can report you for assault. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Has there ever been a a really good song with the word sex or sexy in the title? Not to my memory. Right, said Fred. Right, said Fred. Is that a really good song? Get out. George Michaels. I I want your sex. You've already, the word George Michaels was enough for me. No. Oh, um, God rest his soul. Oh, God, I don't. I, look, I respect his, his human essence, but I mean, I, mean, I like his music, as I believe they say in the Caribbean. Um, it, was, um, it was my girlfriend's birthday this week. Yes. How, uh, what, how did it go? Well, I, I think I, I basically had a bit of a fail. Did you? Did you have an epic fail? I had an epic fail. I uh, I thought, can I just say, I did quite well, I thought. You did brilliantly. Now, Emily sent a um, video, which was <laughs> hilarious. I mean, I properly, <laughs> lol. Lol, lol, lol cream from um, 10cc. That's, that's how much I... Uh, oh, thank you. I lolled. It was... Um, I don't, should I say what it was? Yeah, please do. It was um, it was a sort of dating video with uh, Emily <laughs> transformed into a man. I had a beard from a Snapchat filter, <laughs> and it was it was very very good. I tell you, what was particularly good about it is that you being one of those basic blokes in it, and you actually used the phrase "for my sins," yeah. which I yeah. really really enjoyed. I mean, it's that is right up there. We ought to have a feature. Remember that song? Well, the th- the games people play. Is there a bit called the things people say? Maybe there isn't. Yeah. But there are certain. I put that um, for my sins. I'd put that in the same bracket as. I, on a couple of occasions, I've walked into a shop or a pub and someone said, "What can I do you for?" <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's up there with that. Yeah. Oh. I've been up since silly o'clock. Oh, do I know that one? Oh, don't that's you? A, that's very. Tomorrow good. morning, got to get up at silly o'clock. Somebody's got that one. Like, Not with like, me, I, mate. I quite like that one. Do you? <laughs> Especially if I'm ever on holiday in the silly aisles, I shall use it. Frank, on you've only mate. just heard it. It gets old. Ah, what about it takes two to tango? I don't mind that. <laughs> Is it true? I think I could put together a reasonable tango on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget when um, Colin, what's the name of the hurdler? Oh, Colin yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Colin Jackson and Erin Bogue. Danced I like with, uh, that you remember Aaron Bogue's name, but not Colin Jackson. Yeah, that showbiz, and they danced with mannequins on their um, on the final of uh, oh, of uh, wow. Strictly, that and, was and were mocked, roundly mocked, and condemned by the judges. And while they were condemned, they had to stand there with these horrible limp mannequins hanging off them. Mm. Brilliant. And the tabloids would probably. Have suggested that the mannequins were having a secret relationship. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're ruined. 
Good use of the tabloids. relationship. I also, um, I booked a massage for Kath was my main gift. Yeah, that was... Which I thought was a good idea. That was very good. And Frank did a very sweet thing, which was, in the manner of a kidnapper with a hostage, he took a photograph of the note saying, this is the massage that's been booked, just to prove that it had happened. When we got into the... When we stayed at a lovely posh hotel for Kath's birthday, and there was was a thing on the table saying, this this is waiting for the massage. So I took a photo of it. It's the kind of person I am. Very sweet. Anyway, what happened with your gift? Actually, speaking of old phrases, Kat said something after the um, massage. There's, there was a, 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 a sort of a very physical part of it where she said, yeah. it hurt like bilio. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hadn't heard for a very long time. And then I, want, I started thinking about it. Um, really, I really dwelt on it. That night yeah. in bed, I was thinking, oh, where that comes from, bilio. Yeah. I arrived with the theory. Now, hear me out. Then yeah. It's a reference to Billy Ocean's Love Really Hurts Without You. <laughs> if that, any, any info on that, I twelve fifteen. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, We've had quite a strong response to you saying uh, no good songs with sexy in. Oh. Uh, quite a few people have said, "Do you think I'm sexy?" By Rod Stewart, three two seven. No, that, that that just proves my point. <laughs> no, I think you'll find Paul the chauffeur. Did I chauffeur, say? Did I miss out the word "good"? <laughs> Paul the chauffeur says Ros Stewart. Okay. So I don't. Look, I'm not familiar with Ros Stewart. I loved. Uh, I, I. There are many Rod Stewart tra- tracks I've loved, especially in the early days. The sort of old raincoat, every picture t- days, but. Um, do you think I'm sexy? I'd say was the beginning of the end, wasn't it? I, I don't wow. know. It's I like a, the way I mean, it's, it's got... a bit needy as a song title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Does my bum look big in this? <laughs> Just to show you think you'd be ultra confident, yeah. but no. The, the next song is, Would you still love me if I was fat? <laughs> was his career ruined by Brit Eklund? Remember, this is in the days when yeah. people, if a bloke went wrong, they usually blamed the woman, do they? <laughs> Yoko Ono Rob, 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 being the... Uh... Yeah, Yoko yeah. Ono, um, Mike Tyson, Robin Givens. Uh-huh. Um, which woman brought down your favourite mouth star? <laughs> <laughs> At 12.15. Yeah. And, uh, D- Dave Bryant has, has emailed the show to Dave say... Dave Bryant to make some... Swan Vestas matches. <laughs> Quite possibly. Oh. He said a phrase that particularly annoys him is shopkeeper saying, thanking you. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, thanking <laughs> you. Ding a ding a ding. What about uh, there's an emphasis I object to, and you only get it in shops. And you walk in and they say, Do you need any help at all? <laughs> oh yeah, they do. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? In any yeah. other area of your life, you wouldn't put help. That help would be the star of that sentence, yeah. wouldn't it? Do you need any help at all? Do you need any help at all? <laughs> yeah, I suppose there's other things you might want to do with help other than yeah. need it. It's always in clothes shops. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well, I um, that's a new section of the show. Stop it. <laughs> I work with a tour manager who um, we were doing a gig in, I think, Coventry. And he said, just for the sake of saying it, I don't think we'll go via a Stratford Uponavon. Oh, of course we won't go via that. You've said that because you got a laugh with that once in the 80s and you've said it ever since. Anyway, God bless you. It's a nice bloke, as it turned out. <laughs> I had a so, text uh, about slugs as well, Frank. Oh, yeah. Um, not the most 
glamorous moment of uh, my career, but dear Frank, Emily and Steve, a good way to kill slugs... Oh! <laughs> ..is a beer trap using oh, slugs... I heard of that, yeah. ..from your local in an old yoghurt pot. Compostable when done and slugs die happy. I've heard of that, Do any yeah. of us die happy? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, exactly. How do you know the slugs are happy? Because they've had alcohol. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that made, that made me really happy. Slugs don't really ruined why, my life. Maybe that's why they don't like the salt. They think they're a third of the way to a tequila <laughs> and they're furious. Slugs don't. You get to put a bit of lemon out. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that, that's, that's how it is with them, you see. It's like in pub, they sell crisps to make you thirsty. <laughs> Bit of salt down, but to get them. Oh, what could do with a beer? Hold on. What's that in the yogurt pot? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, don't kill slogs. Pl- yeah. Look, I don't want to be the Brian May of um, slogs. No. What is it? He likes badges. badges and yeah. also, I don't want their last moments to be inebriated. No, I don't. It's a terrible way to go. Yeah. Um, famous celebrities whose last moments were inebriated. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> um, yes. So this is the problem with Cathy. So it was the day before her birthday. Um, it, uh, there was, um, they were having a big wedding, so they put up this enormous marquee. Oh, at the, pl- at the venue, at, yeah. At the hotel. Yeah. And then um, Cath said, um, look, I need to ask you a question. Is that marquee, is that for, is that for me? <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Uh, no, but I've got you some <laughs> leggings from Gap. <laughs> if that can Oh, man. I mean, it was such a... Uh, oh. No, it isn't. Oh, no. <laughs> and it, I hadn't made anything like those kind of preparations, but suddenly the bar had been set yeah. incredibly <laughs> high, as they, as they say in the snail world, when there's a really big yoga <laughs> pot. Um, I mean, it's getting into marquee territory, frankly. Oh, no. I, and, I mean, the next morning we go for an, an apple with a match sticking in it for a birthday cake. <laughs> And she thought it was going to be a marquee. Oh. It's like the beginning oh of a my. rom-com. Where that's a bit, it's, the big, it's like the opening scene of a film where you then have to make the wedding happen in 24 yeah. hours. Yes. It is. That I, have yes. to, yeah, I have to go out and buy a marquee. Or... Oh, I'd have loved that film. <laughs> I could have phoned the Marquis of Bath or something like that and yeah. got him to come and said, oh, it's just a case of pronunciation. Do you know the, what? The lead singer really, of the fall. Gone really bad. Yeah, Marquis Smith, yeah. <laughs> He should have gone into the tent business. Sorry, I reckon if you'd have called me, next time that happens, I think I could pull off an event in, with 24 hours' notice. Who needs Annika Wright? I twelve fifteen. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. We've, we've had a missive from 500. Oh, yeah. I that, want... That'll be Steve went to a job interview and was offered the job, but I had to turn it down as when wishing my potential new boss a good weekend, he responded with, I'll try my worst. <laughs> That's Ruskin. Oh, Ruskin. Ruskin. <laughs> nice to know he's still around. Didn't he also run out of the house screaming on yes, his wedding night? Yes, when he saw his wife naked. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's probably not the same Ruskin. Well, uh, well it might be. We've had Andy says he hates it when people of a certain age refer to you as my friend. Oh, yes. He, he, he thinks that that's a sign that they obviously detest you. <laughs> we had, he sounds uh, like you, Frank. <laughs> I used to take... Every time uh, Kevin Phillips had a good game for West Brom, he's a well-known striker, Steve, you know? I do. plays for Southampton, for all. And um, he used to text me back, cheers, pal. No, oh, no capitals and no punctuation. <laughs> 
And yeah. I used to think, but not to not get a capital on the cheers, you have to actually... Yeah. Press. Yeah. So a lot of conscious decision going into that. He's just anti. He's like E.E. E. Cummings, the poet. He was just <laughs> anti anything of, a, of, a, of an opera case. Yeah, I think that was one of his favourite poems. I seem to remember him. Poets. I think he told me. So apart from the marquee misunderstanding, was it a good birthday? Well, I bought her some leggings, and she said, "I, I can't wear these leggings." Uh, Why? Because of the material. And I said, aren't all sports leggings made out of roughly the same? She said, no, no, these really make you smell. Oh. So it was just a bit awkward. So we we really hit the match on the apple. (laughs) (laughs) To get rid of the smell. Yeah. No, I... So, I mean, it was... So that was that... um, That was that present shot down in... um, Did you have cake? No, we had the apple. Catherine ate cake. Oh. I don't think... I think you'll find women don't eat cake since I do eat cake. 2008. I think they stopped. <laughs> I just thought it was a birthday. They might have a nice gluten-free. No, no. Um, apple mat. She didn't even eat the apple. Was it easy to get the candle into the apple, is it? Well, I, I went down... Um, what's the opposite end to the stalk called? You know, the sort of black... Yeah, the reverse angle. There's like a little black... It looks like a is it a tiny black tea towel holder I know that. on the other side. But you are the only person that buys someone Apple products for a birthday and it's an actual apple. <laughs> well, I didn't buy it. It was a fruit bowl. Um, so, um, I'll, I'll tell I know I, what you mean, Frank. It's like, how can we describe it, really? Yeah, what the, is the other end the of the apple? The asterisk at the bottom of the yeah, apple. Yeah, the asterisk, yes. Lovely. The apple's bomb. <laughs> Let's call it that. That'd be a good name for a pub. (laughs) (laughs) Apple's bomb. I don't want um, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, (laughs) texting in and and saying, mind your own business. (laughs) It looks all right, the match in the apple. If anyone's looking for a a quick birthday uh, idea... <laughs> I don't think they'll be taking yeah, that advice. If there what? isn't a marquee to, to no, it's hard. So I, hang on, where do, is it just the one match? I'll tell you what, I've got a photograph of oh, it. Oh, can we put it up on the socials? Certainly. I took a picture of it and I am such a naturally good photographer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have very few absolute purely natural skills, but I am a brilliant photographer, as are when I say this, as are most people. Yeah. Photography is the last refuge of the scoundrel. I mean, <laughs> I think when photography is called an art form, I find that absolutely laugh. I think anyone with 10 minutes training could be a professional photographer. <laughs> but anyway, I'll show you the picture I took with an iPhone, and it's, it's like a Caravaggio painting, and it's an apple in with a, with a match. Really? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, there you go. I think I've sorted all that out. Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, we'll put that up you guys and I'll be waiting for the oh god there's an apple uh, St- Steve yes Steve <laughs> get, um, get your phone on they're, they're going to put a picture of an apple with a match in it yeah. I'll be there stop feeding the slugs yoghurt and beer <laughs> they don't feed them yoghurt that's just a receptacle <laughs> if he isn't paying attention what chance have we got with Steve <laughs> We've had a, a strong response to uh, the picture of your your birthday apple. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Daniel has tweeted, it's art. Yeah, there uh, you go, thank whereas you. Whereas Ian has tweeted, uh, council toffee apple. 
Good now. Good uh, if you allow the council thing, sir. And uh, 977 <laughs> said an apple's bum is called a calyx. Unless it, it could be a Cali and she's put a kiss on the end. C A L Y Calix sounds Calix. right, doesn't it? Calix sounds like one of um, Asterix's friends. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Calix. And we've also had uh, an email from Claire with a uh, whatever happened to. Uh, she said, Hi, Frank, Alan, and Emily. Oh, sorry about that, Steve. It hawks. That's fine. I can, I'm happy to be Alan. That, that, no, is that the one ever happened to? <laughs> <laughs> Alan Cochran. <laughs> uh, she says, whatever happened to seeing men with bits of tissue stuck on shaving cuts? Yes. You know what? Yeah. I think I've discussed this before, but that's fine okay. because we've been on 10 years. <laughs> on the same page, Claire. Um, yes, I, it, that has gone. Now, you say bits of tissue in, it, in the early days um, when my dad used to do it, it used to be a bit off the newspaper. Really? Mainly because um, we didn't have tissue in the house. I'll let, I'll let you work the rest out. <laughs> um, newspaper. So, well, so, so if, he, if he'd really cut himself, he would look like a weird ransom note. <laughs> and was it considered normal to go out in polite society with white bits on your face? No, then? the idea was that you carefully took them off before you left the house, but sometimes people forgot that was the, okay. that was the idea. Okay. But um, it, it's... Um, what what is what's the word suit so, suit when you do something with a cot sutured suture yeah there you go yeah probably isn't right well, Don, no, it Don is. Suchet. <laughs> suture suture is the John Suchet, I think it? was named after those bits of tissue <laughs> sutures is the stitches I believe sutures my dog had the them my dog had them on his nether regions sutures really yeah he's um. He's, he's, not, he's not the man he was. Have you shaved Oh, has him? he been done? He's been done. Oh, yeah. I thought you'd shaved him. <laughs> Is he furious? Got drunk and shaved him. <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done it. Come on. They love it. <laughs> uh, he's not furious, no. I, you know, I, had, I had this idea. Much this, nicer. <laughs> I had an idea this week that um, if you put any name into the internet, you could discover... You know, just discover somebody new and who you might really find interesting. Okay, but what sort of thing? Just any name, any random name. Just, that's that's going to be every name is going to be uh, represented. Um, As in just a single name or just a, like a, no, a, like a full name that you've just... Dave just... Reynolds. You'll find a Dave Reynolds. <laughs> or just Reynolds. make it up like Leslie Pikachu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's and my then, name. And I thought whoever it is, they're going to be on there. And, I, you know, there might be some really interesting people who I wouldn't have discovered otherwise. Yeah. And I'm always, you know, I used to walk into HMV and stuff and think, oh, I bet there's art, sort of recording artists in here who would change my life and I'll never hear them. So I'm always, I, so I tried this. So I put in Steve Welk. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Another theory gone. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had a communication from John Verity on the subject of phrases he hates. People now that's using. a good one to Google. I think that'd there'd be some John Verity, some rich results in that. Yeah. It's yeah. a good name. It's sort of John Truth, I suppose. Isn't Lovely, it? yeah. 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 Pil- like Pilgrim's Progress character. <laughs> it is, yeah. He says he hates it if you ask someone. I think he must be. He's clearly referring to someone very specific. That if he if he says how are you doing, they will always reply not three bad. Oh yes, I yeah, know. We that do that one. on the show. That's yeah. a popular one. That's not one of our favourites. Like how are you diddling? <laughs> not three bad. <laughs> And of course, here we are going. 
<laughs> which I think is only in the West Midlands. Yeah, I had an idea. I was sitting in a in a in a large restaurant with my child, and I said to him, "If you had a gun and you could shoot anything in this restaurant, I mean, not people, <sighs> but anything else, what would it be?" Mm. And he looked around and he said, "Oh, I think maybe that brick on that that oddly coloured brick on the wall." <laughs> I said, oh, I'd go for that lampshade on the up. And we sat there for about half an hour. And I thought, <laughs> oh. is, there a, is there a game? It's a TV show in this. I know I people. Children shooting. Format. I know people who work in television. <laughs> there's, there's an area of television, some of you may not know, called development. <laughs> yeah. And if you say to someone, speak cold today, they say, there's a programme in that. Temperature. It's yeah. variety. Well, they're writing it down now. They're constantly yeah. looking. And Kids I th- shoot the funniest bricks. Yeah. yeah. And I thought this, um, it was very satisfying though. I did, we, we, just the idea of having, not, not killing people ever, but just shooting stuff and it exploded. I find that caveat very touching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just <laughs> want to make it absolutely my, my clear. My dad at, uh, at his elder brother's wedding uh, got a little bit carried away and shot loads of his wedding presents. With what? Was it a little well, bit carried away like Frank rifle. Spencer? He had an air rifle to wedding. Isn't there a Smith song called Air Rifle to Wedding? <laughs> I know, I know. It's Syria. Actually, it was a BB. I think that was a BB. <laughs> so he got the air rifle out. Yeah, and they talk about it. Got to like go it's, now. Shot hot now. It's a break. The producers put the fares next to me. We've got to move on. Also, I don't want to know about your terrible... Who was it, your dad? Yeah. <laughs> Violent dad. Violent dad. Love you, dad. Another good night for a band. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Steve Hall. You can text us on 81215. Many have. Yeah. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Many have, and one has to say uh, he's spotted you, hasn't he, Indeed, Frank? Indeed, Michael Golden has tweeted to say, I would love to know what books Frank bought at Oxfam Books yesterday. I mean, this, this is the modern world, isn't it? Yeah. It's like East Germany. You can't, you can't have an affair these days. You can't have an affair. I mean, not no. that you would anyway. Not with my knees. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, um, um, no, I bought, um, I, I bought uh, Persona, which is a collection of short poems by Ezra Pound, and I bought a, a book, okay. which is a collection of essays on British poetry since 1960. Since you asked. For, for bargain prices. For bargain prices. But I don't like to think I'm getting a bargain out, no. of, uh, out of the poor Africans. Well, you, so I'm, I'm afraid bit, you are. I always put a bit of extra in the tin. Put the change in the tin. That's nice. nice. That extra nice. penny is so useful. I think so. <laughs> um, so, yes, that's what I bought. But it's, it's a funny old world where people say, what about when I got in and Kat said to me, what, what were you doing in Superdrug? Oh. I had to show her an itemised list. Oh, yeah. There was I, none on there, in case you're wondering. I did a gig once with Mark Little, who played Joe Mangle in Neighbours. Uh, and he, yes, he, uh, Frank and he, I went to see him in something in yes, a show. I think we saw him um, Little Little Talks Monsters and Men. We saw him doing that, didn't we? Uh, we saw we, him. I can't remember. It was something about cavemen. Yeah, Frank. something the cavemen. Yeah. We, he quite earnestly said to me, "Steve, people need to understand. I am not Joe Mangle." Uh, and then I typed in Joe Mangle on Twitter, and you get an exact 
match of his day because everyone's just tweeting I can't believe I've just seen Joe Mangle in the shops I can't believe I've just seen Joe Mangle crying in the street shouting at people he is a bit of a lovejoy in that he will always be he will Joe always Mangle. be yeah it's shame because he's a really good stand-up he's a lovely bloke but it is mm. just he is just yeah. Joe Mangle it happens I think of him as the, the Australian Steve Hall <laughs> can, wow. can, I, can I have that as a, a poster quote? Yeah, I think you can. Where, where would we word it? Though? I, I, yeah, English, I guess I'd, I'd have to be the Joe British Mangle. Joe Mangle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What about my my worst one? I must have told you this before. I went to see a, a well-known comedian, and I went back after. Oh, I love this. Do I know? And I them? said, "That's uh, uh, brilliant. Really, really good. Funny. You know, clever, etc." And um, I got back and it was on Twitter. Sat next to Frank oh. Skinner at the Blah Blah gig. Didn't laugh once. Oh, no. <sighs> of course, I, I don't, you know, I laugh inside. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's objecting to the phrase bang on trend. OK. They say it always sounds like it's being used by someone trying to sound bang on trend. Yes. I mean, it's sort of ironic. It's come back in, hasn't it, with some of the hipsters because it's so unfashionable. It's like saying the hip parade. I bet they all say that in Shoreditch now. What about touching base? You all right with that? Well, I think I might use that. Do you? I think I've used it. I wouldn't use it on you, Frank, because I'd fear repercussions. (laughs) But I feel some of the staff here on Absolute Radio might have used that with. It's a bit Paul McCartney is, is it? <laughs> Mark King. Let's touch base. And you think, oh, does that mean he's going to play or we're just going to meet up? We'd have that little anticipation. <laughs> oh. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. What about Trample Stiltskin? We haven't mentioned him for a while. And no. he's, he's been up to some stuff. In fairness, he's always up to stuff, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's, I mean, he's a busy boy on the stuff front. He's a tremendous generator of news stories. I've got to give him that. Fair play. Well, I've never known so much about American politics. I know like, everything now. So they had an eclipse. That in, is not a quote from Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> they had an eclipse, didn't they, in America last week? And See, that's symbolic. Well, the place was plunged into yeah, darkness. I read yeah. it. Do you see that pit? There's a church, and they'd said, uh, "Dear Lord, should we impeach Trump? Send us a sign, blot out the sun." <laughs> 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 but Trump or Stiltskin, he strikes me as someone who doesn't like being told what to do, and so he decided to look directly at the sun during the eclipse. They were on the We've all done it. Truman on. balcony, I believe it's called. It, I even know that now. Didn't know that before Trump yeah. or Stiltskin. It's named after F.S. Truman, the uh, Yorkshire and England fastball. <laughs> <laughs> Fiery Fred. That's why they Freddy always go Truman. out there to observe the sun. Yeah. Uh, him, Melania and Baron. And Baron doesn't come out that often, but he Indeed. was there. And he didn't put the glasses on. And you can just Donald he- didn't. No, Donald no. didn't. And you can hear this plaintive voice from below saying, Don't look! From an aide. Oh, Poor really? aide. Yeah, you could hear the aide going, Don't look! <laughs> but he just ignores it. Trample Stilskin won't be told. I think, um, no, I, I know it's, it's almost impossible to do a Donald uh, Trump hair joke that doesn't sound like <laughs> the, the office joker. 
But I think his hair probably works a bit like the centre court roof at Wimbledon. <laughs> and if there is, if the sun is intense, I think the canopy extends <laughs> somewhat. So I think he probably looked up through that, which is which takes the edge off it. That's true. Yeah. It was weird when he actually finally put the protective glasses on. He looked like Max Headroom, but made out of luncheon meat. It was a really weird. Um, I'd like to see that in a uh, exhibition of modern art. <laughs> but the thing is, here's to quote a, a new friend of yours, Frank. Here's the inconvenient truth here. Oh yes, eclipses are a bit rubbish, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. We're not medieval. We've got Netflix and chill now. I don't need. Oh, let's look at the strange astronomical form. I don't need that in my life. I can put the telly on. I imagine in the White House, someone said, the sun looks a bit weird, and he said, leave him alone. <laughs> Told you. Um, I like an eclipse, personally. You are quite medieval, though. I, um, <laughs> I, like to go, I go up onto Parliament Hill um, when there's an eclipse, which is a, a hill near me in London, and I look through a bin liner. And um, that's something I sort of look for. I mean, you know, I don't do it a lot. It's a reminder of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and I find it, um, yeah, there's something, it makes me feel very small. The idea that oh, the, just the, the magnitude, world, yeah. Well, that's giant. why I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. I don't like astronomical events. No. I think because the British were, because the 99 eclipse was such a disaster. Well, this I, is what I mean, the when you, they're always disasters. When, was, when, when has anyone said that eclipse was amazing? Except for Bonnie Tyler. She's the only person but who's PRing about, them. But what about Bonnie Tyler? <laughs> Bonnie, did you read this? She was on a cruise, a cruise ship <laughs> and she, got, she did total eclipse of the heart. It coincided. <laughs> she timed it so it coincided exactly with the eclipse. And she even caught the song so it lasted the same length oh. as the eclipse. <laughs> now, but pro. come on, if you'd been on that... I'd love to have been on that cruise because you might be sniffy about eclipses. But every time an eclipse was mentioned, then you'd say, well, actually, I was on a, a boat once with uh, Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> she did total eclipse. And people go, you're kidding me. Yeah. Was there love in the dark? Um, well, two minutes, I should think so. <laughs> Plenty of time. I, um, that's some, probably find that that's the worst side of eclipses. There's probably a lot of um, sort of, you know... Breastfeeling and stuff like that goes on during the spiking birds. Well, if the world's plunged into darkness, you know what men are like. They'll be with the with the eclipse babies. Men, men, men. It's not a very good. If you're going to bring out a single, it's a regular cashing in thing. There's something a bit more regular than an eclipse. It's a lunar eclipse of the heart. Yeah, yeah. I bet she wished she'd called it. A Wednesday of the heart, <laughs> <laughs> but she's number one in the iTunes at oh, US download. Do you know what week. I love about her? Still got that hair. You go, girl. Yeah, again, does a lot of eclipse work. She's there with Donald. <laughs> <laughs> it's protective. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Five four one talking about sayings. When asked how are you, reply, fair to Middleton. Oh, I don't know that one. Well, apparently they say it, which is a bit awks. The Middletons do. 
Well, I don't know if the Middletons do. I'm I'm saying that five four one as a oh. as a group do as a conglomerate do. I hope the Middletons say <laughs> fair to Middleton. I suppose that's a, a general um, slogan that they think people should be. Yeah, fair to Middleton. Because yeah. well, yeah. you know, there's the phrase "for the win." People, that's a thing that people have said. That so, I wonder if if the other I've seen that the youth not a phrase. I wonder if that. I wonder if the Windsors would say "for the Windsor." Oh, for what the does, win, what FCW. Does the, what does yeah. for the win mean? So someone might tweet tonight, for example, Mayweather FTW. For the win. Yeah. But, but then, it's, right, but then it strays into just random rubbish they like. So they might, someone would on their Instagram put latte for the win. <laughs> but, but, but what does that mean? Meaning they like the latte. Oh, I've really the modern world. Now listen, what about 897? We were in a restaurant once and the waiter said, enjoy your meal, right? With the emphasis on the word right, making it seem like a threat. Yeah, that is a threat. Yeah. Wow. Enjoy your meal, right? Enjoy your meal, right? <laughs> Unless um, you've mistaken yes. him for Ian Wright. <laughs> Even so, you wouldn't call him just right. Yeah, go right. You'd say righty. Yeah. Righty, yeah. I mean, that's just plain old rude. They could have a thing on Match of the Day where they press and say, no righty, no liking. <laughs> <laughs> on the nights he's not on. Mm. Just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah. Um, we were talking about um, Donald Trump hurt his eyes looking at the... Um, the eclipse. The medieval... He's now going to build a wall around the sun. <laughs> <laughs> as, as anger. And it's going to be the biggest, best wall. It's a weird... Uh, I, I can understand it, though. When you're up there, you think, well, I do look... I'm sure I look at the sun sometimes, mm. and it's fine. I don't... You know, it stings a little bit, you squid, but you don't sort of go, ow! <laughs> so, surely if I look at it during an eclipse, it's going to be slightly less Well, Steve, worse. I feel you might know about this as Wikistevia, because should we go over to our correspondent... Well, we they're just very insistent. I, I just trust the advice of doctors who were just saying, do you? you absolutely don't do it. Because you would never normally look at it. OK. And certainly that was... But is it I, specifically the, during the eclipse, I think, is what we're yes, asking you, Minister? What I'm saying is it's, it, that's the safest time yeah. to look at the sun because it's slightly obscured. Mm, I take your but point. I guess it's, that's only when it's 100% totality. Why have you turned into this sun apologist standing <laughs> up for it? Yeah. Well, I, I just I particularly enjoyed the, 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 safety the, gone the, mad. the spike on, Go on Google after the eclipse of lots of Americans tweeting, like, my eyes hurt. But some people but, put sunscreen in their actual yeah, eyes. That's in the, the staggering thing. I absolutely was staggered by and that. And they said they had people turning up to the A&E with uh, yeah, sun cream in, the, in their, their eyeball. actual eyeball. Factor I'm, 50. Do you believe this is true? I just think that in the in, when I was growing up, people did jokes like that about the Irish, say, and all those things uh, that you can say them about the Americans because they're a really powerful country. So all the smaller places that used to get like bigoted remarks, you can say it's all right about. You can talk about the Americans being fat. You can satirise up, I believe. Yeah, can't you can you? say that. Not down. Well, can you though? Oh, but then Chinese are a major world power. Yeah. Can I do the voice? Can I buffalo? <laughs> but you wouldn't, in the same way that it doesn't you, really stop you. You wouldn't believe that people would be dumb enough to put sunscreen in their eyes, but you also wouldn't believe that the president of the United States would stare directly at the sun during an eclipse. It wasn't a good example. Um, well, I've, I think I've done it. And look at me, I'm fine. <laughs> 
I'm not saying I'm not telling people to stare at the sun, but I do think mm. it's a bit of an overreaction. Well, the bin liner takes the edge off it. Well, people will. <laughs> what if he'd brought out a bin liner? <laughs> Come on, that would have been. And brilliant. he couldn't quite rip it, you know, and you can't quite do the separation. But the study would have been. They told Americans to look through bin liners, but some of them said there was so much rubbish in it they couldn't lift it above their heads. You know what I mean? That would be the story. Because then you can do the thick yeah. Americans, Jerry. If they're so thick, how come they're a major world power? Ask yourself that. People were googling Frank. I can't see. I'm blind. It all went a bit King Lear. Yeah. I mean, I, it's only an eclipse, love. I agree with you. I'd imagine Trump would have a black, a, a white bin liner, and if he put it over his head, it would just make things even worse. <laughs> um. Oh. <laughs> have, I take, have I made it too serious? I think you've got a little gone, bit of politics. You've gone very political, and I mean, I respect you. I mean, views. I'm going out on a limb by saying Donald Trump's a not very nice man. This I'm is, aware it's controversial. All right, sort of suggesting he's got a weirdo son and stuff. I mean, shall I? Political. Well, it's not now. I mean, shall I do a Milano impression? Oh, you can't do that now. That's rude as well. Can't, oh. No, you're not allowed. You got to <laughs> do that. Right, no, say. You said Melania. I thought you said Malala for a second. I thought that really <laughs> would be. A... No, no, I'm even more confused. What's that? I'm gonna have to, we're just going to have to play something <laughs> while I just give these two a proper talking to. <laughs> you know when you have to reach back into the car towards the kids and say, I'm telling you. Just put the music on. I'll bang their heads together. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I am speaking of the sore eyes thing. Um, my um, my son, who's five, next gen, as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> um, next gen, uh, he's um, allergic to uh, cats and horses. We found out, and when he when he gets really swollen eyes, it's a horrible thing to see. I took him to David Bedell's. We only got through halfway through an England game. Because yeah. Dave's got about nine cats. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so he woke up the other morning and um, he'd got... His, his eyes were swollen up and they'd got... You know when you get eye custard? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Got a yeah. bit of eye custard in mm. them. He said, I can't open my eyes. And I said, oh. And I said, oh, Dad, Dad. He said, what is it, what is it? I said, I, I don't know. I, you, know you must have picked something up. He said... Uh, do you think I dreamt about a cat? Oh, wow. And I wow. thought, that's a very clever yeah, god. Yeah. You could dream about it and get your allergy. And get the allergy, yeah. Spooky. Yeah. But just I, as a general question to our readers, how often are you supposed to clean the filters on a, on a dream catcher? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've had that one. It's been up now probably three or four months. How often are you supposed to get a... <laughs> Seems to be stuck. Yeah, they coming. need a bit I, of a clear out, don't they? I, I, that, the child logic like that, because my my daughter's three, so she's just getting into the child logic of thinking the way Buzz was thinking there. It's really adorable. My, I was trying kids to say the funniest thing. Yeah, it's, it's kids <laughs> say the funniest things on Absolute Radio. Off you go. Have I, I got started. Into a you I did. started. You're both guilty this morning, <clears throat> but I'll let it go. I, am I guilty of yes anding? <laughs> trying to keep it going. I am. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> my, I've, I've, you see, I've lost faith in the anecdote. No, now no, sorry, it's no, my fault. I'm, it was playing. I'm just bad. being horrible and cynical because I forgot to have children. <laughs> it was mega pants. My, my daughter slammed my dancing. Basically, she's obsessed with the. There's a, an animated film called Ballerina, and she loves it and she wants to dance like ballerina. So I tried to entertain her by dancing like ballerina, mm-hmm. uh, and my dancing is so Funnily bad. Only enough my, vector dances on the moon. Uh, <laughs> My wife said, 
to Polly, uh, oh, look, uh, do you like Daddy's dancing like ballerina? And Polly replied, no, he's not. He's a flamingo. <laughs> flamenco. <laughs> if flamingo. only flamingo. Oh. So, uh, but that's yeah, that's I'm not, how I'm I not, dance. That I, I'm my not dun- so keen on that one. You can't just say that about anecdotes. (laughs) Hey, listen, I've got some news about the staring at the sun. Oh, yes. It's fine. Turns out it's fine. No. Au contraire, my friend. Sorry, I called him my friend. (laughs) Monica says, Frank, stop occasionally looking at the sun. You won't notice the damage immediately. Your sight will gradually go worse. Even if you're just out on a sunny day, not pulling a trump, but forgetting your sunglasses, damage will occur eventually. I'm just saying. Thanks, Monica. Thank you, Monica, for that. Um, I don't need to think I walk around looking at it a lot, but I just think, you know, sometimes you have a, I just have a bit of a peep, Monica, that's all. <laughs> just to make sure it's still there. Yeah. But, um, OK, I'll be more careful. Okay. We did... Um, Kath put up... Um, Boz had uh, the planets in a magazine, you know, all, uh, several planets, mm-hmm. and Kath put them on his wall for him, stock him up for him and um, she sort of went on a sort of vague sense of colour and didn't bother putting them in order I found it's really annoyed me <laughs> she's put them up on the theory you can't really follow a ring so Saturn's at the end and um, oh, I mean I'm not a scientific type but it, it's, it's really nagged me yeah that's she, fascinating. Like, like, I wonder if God could do. If God just decided to change the way He stacks, it. I've, alpha, I've alpha, alphabetized them. Slightly ruined by me not being able to say alphabetize them. <laughs> if God had been a lady, maybe he would have put them in a more aesthetically pleasing <laughs> thing instead of go just random. <laughs> I'm not slanging him off. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm relieved to hear it. Is Pluto? Is Pluto still up oh, there? No, is... She's put Pluto up as well. I mean, come on. 2006 Pluto went. Yeah. It's a dwarf planet, that's all it is. Yeah. It's so naughty, he's Pluto. You can tell it's a dwarf planet because Mickey Mouse is bigger than a, than it. <laughs> and it's a dog and he's a mouse. <laughs> Weird. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now, uh, we've been talking about Trump. The other big news story of the week was the uh, controversial shutting down of Big Ben for the next four years. Yes, can I, can I tell you, the Big Ben is, is, the, is the bell, obviously. This is one of those things like knowing that Big, big Mo is Gary Oldman's sister. It's a thing that people <laughs> yeah. tell you like you don't know, but everyone knows that Big, bell is, big Ben is the bell. Yeah. Um, and they said it's not going to sound, I think, occasionally, but basically it's not going to sound for four years. New I'm, Year's Eve and Remembrance Sunday. That's and it. I remember when I read it, I thought I might never hear Big Ben again. Oh, just, just, oh, that's, that's a reassuring little oh, so breakfast radio here on uh, <laughs> on Absolute, where mortality matters. <laughs> but the reason that they're <clears throat> turning it off, the bells off, is because that they don't want the people working on it to suffer unduly, because it's going to be so noisy. Apparently, well, I just think, come on, go for a lunch break. <laughs> Go for a fag break. <coughs> every it 15 does, minutes. It does ring every yeah. 15 minutes, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, you know, develop some tolerance. I think turn <laughs> it up, but that's suggesting they're going to be working on it for four years. Yeah. There is no job 
that takes four years to do. Why is it taking so There's long? No this? Why do you think it is? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's being done in Britain. <laughs> 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 They've got a load of clock watchers repairing yeah. Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be in their element. Yeah. It's a bit bad if you get in late. It's going to notice the gaffer. <laughs> yeah, you can't have an argument about that, can you? Apparently they got Harold Lloyd in as a health and safety consultant. <laughs> Love a Harold Lloyd joke. Harold Lloyd reference. Get enough of them Keep these it days. topical, kids. <laughs> hey, kids, any young people listening, I know what you mean. I know. Don't keep asking me. <laughs> Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Can you imagine the amount of money they could get for sponsorship of the Big Ben faces? They could. There's four faces, is there? Mm-hmm. So they could do a different product on every one. Fish or snack food. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope they don't go down I think that ended up, like, It could be like the fourth plinth. Mm. Where if they were genuine heroes, mm. but uh, um, but it wouldn't be. It would, you're right. It would be a money making thing. It wouldn't. Nobody. It wouldn't be anything noble. Well, why is it taking four years? It's the fourth plinth. What um, Chris Eubank calls Prince Edward. <laughs> <laughs> next gen. Four years. He calls him next gen. Yeah, he does. He calls well, everyone next gen. Apparently, because they're putting a lift in. Yeah, yeah, but not. It wouldn't take four years if people honestly did got down and did a, a proper day's work for a proper day's oh, wage. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> no, I think um, I'm sure that's the same in Europe. <laughs> Certainly in Germany. But are you, are you upset? You know, some people are really sort of. There's this kind of passport to Pimlico parochiality to it, where people oh, like, are actually like, upset. Oh, the alliteration. The alliteration of Steve. Love that novel. The alliteration of Steve. Yeah, is it? Um, Love that novel. And is Nin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it more as a kind of Patricia Highsmith. Okay. Okay. Um, I. I used to live very, very close to the other side of the river. And Big you Ben, did. I used to lie in bed and listen to it at night. And it's a brilliant. I mean, are there any other famous major landmarks with a sound, with their own sound? 8, 12, 15. You know, yeah. Sydney Opera House, and uh, obviously people make sounds in it, but it doesn't have a sound. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the pyramids don't have a sound. Statue of Liberty. That's true. Maybe what if it's the only one? Yeah. It'd be great if it turned out that Nelson's column did make a noise and no one knew it. Just once every hundred years, Nelson's column goes oi oi. Nelson's <laughs> column goes. <laughs> no one knew. <laughs> That's what's been attracting him. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know. It turns out he's just got a trim fan. <laughs> Well, there's some old references. <laughs> I think Harold Lloyd is one of the, probably the early, although I think we, I think we had an answer about. Yeah. <laughs> I love a Harold Lloyd reference. Oh, it's all here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Hold It. I wasn't, I was just breathing. Shopkeeping, this is uh, housekeeping. Uh, This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Steve Hall. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. So we'd uh, discussed what sounds we missed in in the light of Big Ben shutting down for four years. Yeah, well, we didn't. I tell you what, we've had a lot we of. We didn't. That's um, a lie. We never discussed that at all. Well, no. Well, you flagged it up. To I be fair, I flagged it up. I flagged up Big Ben. Okay. What do I do if anybody dies? Honey, I'll flag it up. 
<laughs> did you run it up the flagpole? Oh, I, I hate it when people say that. Oh, I don't mind that one. You don't need that one often enough. Oh, you haven't worked in enough offices. <laughs> Clearly. Do, do people say that? They say that in offices. Do they? Well, I don't work in an office anymore, but back in the day, they say that in offices. I'm not going to be rude about offices. I love offices and I worked in one and, it, you know, it's fine. Sure. <laughs> Shout out to you sure offices out there. Offices. No, I know. Listen, can I tell you what they miss? What, in offices? What about when I went on on that offices rant? Can I tell you what they miss? Which I'm quite shocked about. Go on. The age, the the median age here, the rag and bone man. We've had hundreds of Do rag and bone men. you know what? Man. That was one of my first thoughts as the rag mm, and bone man. Yeah. Oh. Oh, ringers, oh, Ryan. <laughs> give me that bone, I'll give you a supplier. Don't, don't know what they said, but yeah. And there'd be a black on a horse and cart when yeah. I was a kid. A horse and cart. And you'd take out an old ringer or something. 250, <laughs> the rag and bone man, horse and cart, coming down the back street. Yeah. And he would shout, rag and bone. Well, they shouted all sorts of different things, I think, depending. But yeah, and you'd go out and give them, they'd yeah. give you like... And would they be, I mean... Well, I'm, 8 and 11. I'm intrigued by the etymology, because I can imagine people getting rid of old clothes, but where, where the bone element comes in... No, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> dogs, what does it dogs, mean? Dogs Is it you ra- didn't want. Yeah. You had a big, like a massive meat mixer on the back. What was Rag and Bone Man? Do you just get... Oh, my word. There was producer Daisy's intake of breath then. I hope the microphones picked that up. What did you? What was the purpose of the Rag and Bone Man then? You just gave them all well, the stuff? We gave them stuff you didn't want. Like if, if, if you had... Um, I mean, I'd not love that them. many people had washing machines. Say yeah. if, your, if your lawnmower broke, yeah. then you'd give that to him and he'd give you a few bob and then he'd take really? it to, I don't know where he took it to some scrap metal I wish place. he could reintroduce that service I'd find that really useful uh, it'd be interesting if there's still any going anyone um, anyone in the country still gets the rag yeah. and bone man now, particularly now that the bins are generally only taken once a fortnight the rag and bone man could make more, it bit could more make politics it <laughs> <laughs> local politics now he's getting, he's like Google Earth he's coming in tighter and tighter soon it'll be office politics this is then it'll I've be got me. that covered then it'll be a big telling <laughs> off of me is this my slow descent into conspiracy theories it could be wake up sheeple sheep oh sheeple well me. 027 said we had rag and bone in Walthamstow four years ago they make it sound like an outbreak of some okay. sort. Is that the same? Four years ago, nothing takes that long. I think we must have had multiple messages from 027 because they've also oh. said that they miss the sound of the milkman and glass bottles clinking. Oh, that's a good one. What about whistling tradesmen? <laughs> In the morning, oh, I love that. I found that very creepy when they do that. I'll tell you what sound I miss, the white heat of laughter I used to get in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, I have a nice um, message from uh, John from Powerhouse Films who sent me the Sinbad trilogy, the uh, Ray Harryhausen oh, uh, brilliant. films. Yeah. That's good, eh? Hey, that's me sorted now. <laughs> Could be a late review in the offing. I'm all right, Oh, Jack. I watched uh, the Battlestar Galactica miniseries this week. Absolutely top-notch. The original or the remake? Not the lawn green. That's the that's right, the seventies. Right. No, the, the other one. Mm. I'm glad we've cleared that up. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the lawn green? Actually, that's one. the sound I miss. The sound of the Cylons. That <laughs> type thing. Sure. Okay, please can we not talk about that? <laughs> uh, a few, quite a few people missed the sound of the dial-up tone connecting to the internet back in the day. 
something like that. Oh, sounds like Crazy Frog. It took ages. I miss Crazy Frog. Oh, I love Crazy Frog. Well, I miss... Uh, it was a backdrop to many a romantic encounter. I, I miss dog nails on linoleum. <laughs> I love that. Clicking. Yeah. I really miss the sound of the rotary, of an old rotary telephone dialing. Yeah. That sound, it sort of sounded like a cat purring in your ear. Yes. A cat? Purring. Purring in your ear, yeah. Yes. Um, can I say something slightly controversial? I miss, Go on, darling. I miss the wolf whistle. <laughs> well, tell me about it, dear, when you get to my age. <laughs> I mean, I didn't... I, didn't, I miss the wolf whistle. <laughs> I, I hated the sordid remarks at sometimes, but, but, but the wolf whistle has got such a simplicity such an oh, I think the wolf whistle's still alive and well what do the ladies in the studio think yeah yeah are, sorry are you, are you, are they, both, they both look devastated <laughs> <laughs> can't understand what, what's happened are you able to wolf whistle <laughs> well I can go but yeah, I, can't, I, I, can't I can't can do you that. do it Steve I can't do that so well, let's I mean, see your attempt that... <laughs> oh that's <laughs> great I mean it's saving Steve myself from so myself right on he can't physically can't wolf whistle <laughs> political correctness no, gone he, he entirely socially acceptable he had an operation to stop him doing it all men born after 1970 had an operation to stop them wolf whistling <laughs> it's like tonsils out yeah and, and no wolf, wolf whistle facility removed Frank. <laughs> that's what happens that's fair enough I, um, I know it's uh, it's uh, you know, the, the the price we've paid is a is a lovely one. But there was something just saying because you know men they do see a woman and think that that she looks really attractive. They do think that I don't care who they are. Mm. And it was just it was the oral representation of that inner thought. In a way, it was more on it. It was a sort of a an alarm. It's a warning alarm. <laughs> I'm well, thinking this about you. Watch me. Has it been replaced? Has the wolf <laughs> whistle been replaced by the cat call? Well, this is what concerns me. I would take the wolf whistle over the cheer up, love. It might never happen. No, I don't. And I other don't, unpleasant things. All I'd the prefer, verbal ones. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't like. Give me the wolf whistle over the verbal. I think the wolf whistle. It's a bit like a pressure cooker. You know that sort of. Shh, it's like saying, you know. Um, Keep your distance because I find you attractive and you know what men are like. That's, well, I, that's I might get in trouble for this, but all I can say is at my age, dear, I'd welcome the wolf whistle. No, I've said it, I'm sorry. I'm it's, always, it's always an animal name followed by some Don't sort of Don't look at Steve, you'll get no joy out of him. <laughs> this is what I get from Steve. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to walk past... If you walked past the bloke and he went... <laughs> he'd be a bit worried, wouldn't you? I'd be very... Trying to cool down a Yorkshire yeah, pudding. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Yeah. You don't see that many people anymore out on the street with the Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> no. Unless they're taking one out to the uh, rag and snacks, man. Yeah. That'd be a good boat. Oh, I'd, I'd love oh, the wow, rag yeah. and your old, If you're on a diet, you think, I want to get these crisps out of the house. <laughs> well, any, old, any snacks? Anything fattening? Oh, yeah, that's just timing. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. We've had on the subject of sounds that people miss, 977 uh, has texted to say, the sound and sight of flapper departure boards at airports and train stations, watching the details emerge a letter oh, at a time. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. was that. rather exciting, yeah. like Countdown or something. And um, Tony has tweeted to say he misses the sound of the Spectrum 48K loading with his fingers desperately crossed, hoping it's not going to break. 
He sounds like a nice friend for you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can just see you talking about things like that. Yeah. With you in the vector uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. warm-up suit. I dreamt of, I, I was well, an acorn electron I man. Know. I couldn't have dreamt can, of the spectrum. I can see you popping around for a cup of cocoa to talk about I'm, Doctor I'm not, Who. I'm not very good on the tech stuff, but I'm always happy to talk about Doctor Who. Yeah. <gasps> yes. We need to talk about Doctor Who. You guys have some news of your little show, haven't you? <laughs> Well, it well, looks like... It, uh, is it 100% confirmed? I don't think it is, but um, it, it see, this is what seems to have happened. There's been a big meeting at Doctor Who, and someone says, we've got a female Doctor Who now. And I know it's the Doctor, but, you know, shut up. Mm. Got a female Doctor Who, and um, what, what would make a good... What's the, the ideal combination? What about a sort of late, mid-late comedian? And they've all looked through each other and said, Bradley Walsh. Imagine how that makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, when I heard you could have knocked me down with a fashion with portion... With Feather, <laughs> <laughs> the former trade union yeah. leader. I was quite shocked. By the way, when, we, when I said to you who, mm. was, who were the big personality trade union leaders... Yes. Way, we never mentioned Arthur Scargill. Oh, he was the biggie. Yes, I remember a man on the news saying, and as for Arthur, so-called Scargill... <laughs> well, hold on. In what way are you using so-called? <laughs> anyway, we've gone on to... Uh, yes, so... Um, what do you Whovians make of the... I mean, we know it's a, diff, it's a bitter pill for you to swallow, Frank. Yes, but I mean, apart from that, it's a bit Donald and Melania. <laughs> um, it's a classic TV trope um, yeah. this sort of middle-aged ordinary looking bloke and the young attractive woman it's what they use on the news a lot isn't it <laughs> and they used to use it on um, obviously it was what they used to use on, on uh, Strictly mm. and uh, that uh, you, when you see that, you know those when you're on holiday in say Italy and mm. you watch an entertainment show on the telly, and it's filmed in a place about nine sizes bigger than Wembley with people yeah. sitting at tables. <laughs> yes, um, that's always a sort There's of a, a very ordinary yeah. looking middle aged bloke <laughs> with a stunning young woman. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a time honoured. So he's a sort of Philip true. Schofield figure. What, Steve? Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Bradley Walsh, good team leader? Well, I, it, I found it so left field that it's just one of those things where I just assume it's a good idea because I don't... I'm not... I know Bradley Walsh has actually done loads of acting, but yeah. it's so left field that it's... Someone might as well have said, did you know Nigel Winterburn is the new... Doctor Who assistant. Lovely, and, James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just have to sort of go, oh, well, I assume that must be a sound decision because... So do you say assistant rather than companion? Um, I suppose oh. I do. Yeah, I've never analysed. Yeah, I probably, I so probably do all, say He's always Mr. Right Arm, but when it comes to, <laughs> to hierarchies, <laughs> he's just like the others. Well, he's... It's funny because... Oh, well, it's not funny. I know Frank will pick me up on that. It's, it's really not funny. <laughs> but it's quirky because he's the only Bradley that I think is in the famous Bradley chair, except for Bradley Cooper. So I found myself having conversations with people saying, yeah, Bradley Cooper's yeah. the new... Bradley from S Club 7 is throwing his cup of tea down in No, he was double now. E, though, at the end, I believe, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Well, I don't know. And he is really he looks called... Like he, should have been. <laughs> he is really called Bradley Walsh, I think. It's not like a... It sounds like a stage name, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it does. 
Um, but no, I think that is his yeah. real name. Well, he, he's had like a life to really envy because he was because he's played. Oh, don't professional say this to Frank. Football. He's played yeah. professional he was a, he was football. A footballer. For he's Brent, been a comedian. So. <laughs> <laughs> for he would play for Brentford. Bonnet FC maybe as well. I no. think so. Yeah. But, but yeah, to, he's a professional footballer. Yeah, yeah. But to have done those things, to have to have, <laughs> his CV, to have you know, to have been a comedian and an actor and a footballer, it's pretty cool. And he presented daytime TV quiz show. It yeah. was a chase. I saw that for the first chase time. Chase is absolutely it's brilliant. I was, absolutely I was shocked at how good it is. I, I love it. I it's Paul Sinha. Uh, comedian and chaser mm. uh, it's, it's always fun seeing yeah, it's him. a few of those that's a common <laughs> enough combination <laughs> <laughs> I used to be one of those myself <laughs> oh look it's all um, it's all good nose but it is good nose was that a Freudian slip has he got a good nose <laughs> I can say this you can't but I just think there's someone else who's already proved himself, proven himself, as the Scots would say. He knows what he's doing. He was very popular in the role. Yeah, but they won't go for Jim Davis. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a neat counterbalance. It's only a step further than Bradley Walsh. And as a counter, you know, for those people who are upset by the female doctor, you think bringing in Jim Davis and say, oh, well, fair enough. And we're talking about 50, 50, 52% of the vote here. That's a lot of viewers. I think in your case, Frank, it's a bit like they're not going to give Jennifer Aniston the part in EastEnders because they think she's too big no, for it. No, come off it. But thanks for that. OK. They've gone, you know, I think, it's a, I think it could be really interesting. But it is a time-honoured TV. It's a bit like the mullet. You know, it's that thing. Um, business at the front, party at the back. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Talking about famous Bradleys, uh, 488 has uh, leapt in to say Bradley Wiggins. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. We Sorry, that? I we forgot. Let that, we Lest we forget. Yeah. And uh, 037 has said, surely it should be the doctor's receptionist instead of assistant or companion. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> Are you my companions? We never oh, use. I do hope One so. often doesn't often use the word companion now, do you? Yeah. I wonder if I should because I'm. I because might call me, myself your companion because me and Kath aren't married and mm. I'm old. I I I can't call her my girlfriend. I, when I say to people, I'll go and ask my girlfriend. I know they're picturing someone nineteen. In well, I always say ago. Frank's partner. I always say partner, but they, mm. I wonder if they think I mean, you know, if they're expecting some sort of Bobby Ball character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then it's also like you could have started an estate agent together. But maybe I'll call her my companion. That's a good one. Yeah, but then if you're going to call, you know, the people on the show the companions, it's going to get very three people in this marriage. You know, in sort of... Um, <laughs> in, Ed, yeah, in Edwardian... Um, I don't want to be one of those Martin bashers. Um, <laughs> Strawberry pun. Always, always criticising people called Martin. I'm, I'm one of those Martin bashers. I know what you meant. Um, no, I'm just helping. I know. Um, I uh, do you still in, in the sort of Edwardian England? You used to get elderly ladies who would ad, advertise for a travelling companion. <laughs> And a young woman would turn up with a portmanteau usually and they'd travel off to get... Do you oh, still, like in one... the back of the lady mate magazine. Yeah. Sort of thing I, think oh, I have. haven't been in the back of the lady for a long time. Oh, 
Um, um, I, um... Oh, do you still get that advertised then for a travelling companion? Well, um, do they still exist? I, I think it, no, people are so... You get the cougars par- now, don't you? So they par- want a different yeah. sort if of you, companion yeah, if you now. you look for an escort now, it's a very different thing. Well, if, she adverti- if the elderly lady was advertising for the companion, trust me, I don't think it would be a young girl going around with her. Well, oh, it might be. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just wonder if people still say, I want to go on holiday and advertise for a companion. I mean, in that way, I think they were supposed to help out a bit and stuff. Oh, yeah, like a sort of nursey. Yeah, I think uh, there might even be one in um, Mommy on the Orient Express, the Doctor Who episode I was in. Oh, I think... Uh, um, I think. I wondered um, how long it was going to take that to yeah. be brought up this morning. <laughs> I think there is an old lady, the first person to be killed by the, the, the foretold. Um, I think she's travelling with a travelling companion. Well, Steve will know. If there's he's... anyone, anyway, at <laughs> 12.15, if you've ever been or um, are looking for... Not if you're looking for don't get me wrong. No. Maybe that's what Bradley Walsh is doing. He's not in the show at all. They're just going on holiday together. <laughs> <laughs> He's advertised for a travelling companion. See, I think you'd feel now, especially if you're a celebrity, if you yeah. advertise for a travelling companion, people would assume it was a TV show. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> Everything's a TV show. Well, the whatever happened to thing we do on here, we had someone the other week say, that'd make a good TV show, you think? Yeah. Someone, someone said from Frank development. Skinner should do that as a... Someone, yeah, someone from, from development. development. Yeah, it's a TV show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Travelling companions, that'd be a good... That, yeah, let's do that. Let's have Everything. Potential. Well, that's what Richard Iowardi does want, doesn't he? Does he do one with... with Travel man and gadget man, yeah. Him and his man. But if I said I'm going to travel to different countries, um, but, you know, normally when it's like Michael Palin or something, they just go and they walk around and tell you interesting stuff. But I go with some young person who comes and carries the bag. (laughs) What's under that? (laughs) Like Derek Akora's friend. Yeah, I would so actually advertise for travelling companions. <laughs> then they could be vetted to make sure they're wacky and interesting people with baseball caps that turn up, uh, like on Big Brother. Isn't uh, that essentially a tour manager? Yeah, commission times six. Oh, don't you have one of those? I don't know. It'd be someone who'd never done any telly and they'd be hanging around with the... Uh, anyway, okay. shut up about it. <laughs> I hate travel. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We Go talked on. last week about the Reading Festival and their controversial banning of pineapples. Yes. Oh, yes. I was there yesterday. I did the comedy tent yesterday, and I'm happy to report there were no pineapples on display. Oh, so people didn't. Uh, the, what happened to, you know, Youth Rebellion? Yeah. They'll do as they're told now. And everything that you said last week about about old uh, people of a certain age not going to festivals was proved right. I felt so out of place yeah, and of course, I was so concerned. I respect it. you for that. Well, you say that. Oh, well, actually, you were a little bit younger then because we received a missive from the outside world and it was a poster from Reading 92, Steve, saying that Frank Skinner was on the bill alongside Nirvana, uh, Public Enemy, <laughs> um, Mark Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> the Charlatans? I mean, there was all sorts Is that all public sorts enemy Mark Lamar or, or public enemy <laughs> and Mark Lamar? Well, he did become a sort of public enemy. <laughs> the Charlatans, Bobby and Jackie. <laughs> and, so, and this is from Michael Coffey, and he says, hashtag trouble in the wings, dear. Was it's, there trouble in the wings? Well, um, there was quite a bit of trouble. I'll tell you why. Um, public enemy? It's that I was in Edinburgh, and I had to fly down to Reading to do that gig. And I got a call from uh, one of my management team saying, don't get on that plane. And um, <laughs> At the end of Casablanca. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, I said, um, why not? And they said, there's just been a freak storm in the middle of the gig. It's just blown the tent down. And I said, will I still get paid? <laughs> Was anyone hurt in that order? This is what always sticks in my memory. That's when I thought that a showbiz ruined me. Well, it's good that it was some, not just someone tearing the roof off, someone doing so well. So I'm on the same poster as Nirvana and Public Enemy, but I was never actually on the oh, same. Well, what did excited me do? about seeing that poster is one of the other names on the comedy tent is someone we've talked about on the show before who I didn't realise had played the Reading Festival, uh, the, the late, great Chris Luby. Oh, yes. Uh, Manage to the Queen... Chris Luby used to do impressions largely of military marching bands. Right. <laughs> and he was an eccentric figure. But given that it's a massive tent, it's a big old space, the idea of doing that like really small, beautiful stuff in this, I, in I this huge tent. It. I um, I shared a tent with him at Glastonbury. I don't mean a performance tent. I mean, we slept in a tent. Oh, and, brilliant. Uh, do, do you want to be talking about that? He was a knockcase. I mean, okay. I don't know if you can still say that, but when I got in the car to drive him there, he went, right, chocks away. <laughs> All that stuff. He never stopped. But, um, oh, yes, God bless him. He's no longer with us. Um, 21 gone salute. He could probably do that. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, I think that's time. I'm just going to... Steve's yes. last week, Frank. It's my last week. Yes. It's been a pleasure. The uh, A-team returns next week. Um, yes, yeah, so th- thank you so much. You've been um, a, a fabulous um, oh, thank you. part been of the show. I'm going to call you a fabulous companion. Oh, bless your heart. I should be sorry to see your calyx going out of the door <laughs> as you disappear. <laughs> it's, the other part, it's the opposite part of a stalk on an apple. Yeah. Um, I might start using that. Do you know Ooh, what Mark I like? <laughs> I also love a Frank Skinner footnote. Yes. I love a Frank Skinner footnote. Indeed. Well, you know, I like to help people. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Steve. You've been Cheers. great. Thank you, and Steve. Hopefully, I miss you. Um, hopefully you'll come back um, if anything happens to Alan. Oh, don't yeah. say that. None of us. My are, boy's you know, back next week. I'll if be Alan called. and Gareth are ill, I'm here. <laughs> well, I'm still... Um, I'm just hoping to... Yeah, Big Ben again. <laughs> Aren't we all dear? <laughs> yeah. What happened to him? <laughs> I'll tell you later. I think he went camping in Copenhagen with Big Tom. <laughs> anyway, um, George Godfrey. Oh, God, I didn't like that. George Godfrey. <laughs> Are you being <laughs> sir? <laughs> um, Godfrey. Um, that was my... Uh, um, was he who played Captain Manring? Arthur Lowe. Oh dear, sorry, this is just words. This is a dardarist close to the show where just random words and you have to put them together into a link. That's this week's challenge. George Godfrey's coming up. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Steve. Um, Thanks, Steve. Th- th- yes, Cheers. thank you. God bless you. And um, bring on the feathers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.